Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome again to another exciting edition of the AC's Artist Choice Awards podcast. Uh, congratulations, it's season four. This is the first episode of season four. We're like, we're kicking off season four of the ACs. Uh, I'm your co-host. I'm the guy who does this podcast. My name is Will Massasek, and with me, as always, is the co-founder of the ACs and bon vivant, Emily Lutzker. How are you, Emily? I'm great, Will. <laughs> you know, you know, you talk, you, you speak completely differently when you have a microphone in front of you. I was singing earlier. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I don't often have a microphone in front of me, but when I, I do, when I yes, when I when I do, I I'm much more grown up. Yeah, that's not the that's not the Emily that I oh. know. And also, it's your birthday today. Happy birthday! Thank no, you. No, 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 no. Hey. Thirty-five. Oh, aren't you nice? <laughs> <laughs> and the liar who's visiting with us today <laughs> uh, is the director of such films as I Quit. Instagram intervention, tree hugger, which is wonderful. I saw it. Stripper with an R uh, and no E. And Queer Boy Begins, which comes out soon. When's it come out? Uh, we are done. We are wrapped. And we are now doing the festival submission time. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't wrap before most. Um, we didn't get into New Fest. It was too late. So now we're just aiming for the 2019 season. <laughs> just to end your introduction on a real down note. No, sorry. The director <laughs> of Queer Boy Begins, which is Queer Boy Begins, which is going to hit uh, festivals all around the world in 2019 in 2019 uh he is dave serafian yay he's with us how are you dave i am wonderful i've had a very well, nice lovely day worked at the downtown los angeles film festival this afternoon met some lovely lovely human beings everybody's really nice cool it's a little shocking uh well I, this is the only festival i've worked at was which was just a weekend it's just four days like i also uh, or the last two weeks i was at Screamfest. At the Chinese Theater, which is a interesting place, <laughs> um, but did get to see two really good. Mo- uh, I saw a movie called The Golem. Oh. It was really good. And The Final Wish with Lin Shay, who is a tiny, tiny little woman. And I got to meet <laughs> I got to meet Lydia Hurst and her husband, wonderful husband Chris Hardwick. And I was. A Chris Hardwick. I got to meet. Uh, I was so. Did fun. you almost I pass was, out? I almost passed. I was okay. so nervous. <laughs> I was sweating. I was like trying to like put a sentence together, and he was so sweet. He was so polite, so gorgeous, and I was just like, <laughs> "Thank you, Mr. Hart." Like I was like, my head was down the entire time. I was like, I can't even look you in the eye. I was like, I love you. <laughs> Thank you. I get so nervous around certain people. And later he's, he was like, who is that weird guy? <laughs> didn't look me in the eye. I don't understand what is going on with these people. Like, I'm just a person. I and guess. some of them are. Like, even, yeah. I mean, other than me, when I met Big Bird, I forgot my own name. <laughs> I, Big, I, met, I met Carol yeah, Spinney yeah. two years ago at the I Am Big Bird documentary. And I was like, we were standing in the queue. He was like, hi, what's your name? And I was like, nah, what is my name? D is for... No. Uh, and I legit, like, I, I just faced, I'm like, I'm meeting, like, the guy who taught me how to sp- 
taught me the alphabet. Taught like, me how to say my name. Taught me how to say my name. Say right like, <laughs> I mean, and seeing the pictures of him at his retirement party, it was like, oh my God, it's the end of an era. 50 I, years. He just retired just now, right? Like uh, a week ago. Just this week. Yeah. 50 years. He did Sesame Street Is for he 50 tall? years. Taller than me. I'm short, but he's maybe like 5'8", five, 5'9". Oh, he's not tall, tall. No. Well, because he, well, and also, yeah, because he was just like, and he has like, got to have one really long, strong forearm for doing that for 50 years. <laughs> he's like one so of those sweet. tennis pros so that like so has sweet. a and giant arm. And how about arm. big feet? Webbed? Um, I think he was wearing orthopedics that covered, <laughs> I didn't look, but he was very sweet, very small. It was like, he was like your grandfather. He's just like so sweet, supportive, nice, cordial, polite. I was like, oh. <laughs> I got That's no great. and done with that. Okay. Hey, um, so here on the ACs podcast, we like to talk about, uh, you know, uh, films often, although with any, anything's fair game, including Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've seen a lot of films this year. So let's, let's, so let's start with, um, you saw a lot of films early in the year, which, which we thanks haven't talked to move, about Thanks yet. to MoviePass right. before they realized that May it rest their business peace. model did not make any sense. <laughs> um... Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, it's, so, what did you see that was the that stuck with you, even though it was months ago? Because Movie Pass ended like May or something, June. I quit in May because okay. they were doing the whole limited thing. Yeah. Um, Deadpool two was amazing. Uh, Super Troopers two, uh, Love Simon. I saw twice and cried both times. More, more like more of like, oh God, it's so beautiful. But at the same time, it's like, where the fuck was this movie when I was 18? I needed this. My generation, like, the gay people of my age were like, we didn't have that kind of a movie. We were like, it's okay. You'll find, it's okay. We had the sad coming of age movies where it's like, oh, but this one had a happy ending and a good soundtrack. Oh, beautiful soundtrack. This is great. Well, the, uh, I mean... I don't know much about the film, so maybe it's a good time it's, to talk about it. Uh, it's just a kid who's 18 who accidentally gets outed and has to deal with it. And his family is very nice and supportive and make you know wonderful, cute little jokes about it. Like his, there's this one scene. He's like, "Dad," he's like, "Yeah, we we should sign up for Grinder together." He's like, "Dad, do you know what Grinder is?" He's like, "Yeah, it's like Facebook for gay people." He's like, "Yeah, no, that's not what it is." <laughs> <laughs> and everybody collectively like the, one of the biggest laughs in the whole movie where, and you can even hear people go what's Grindr it's like, what's up, what's up? I'll tell you later um, and then I uh, got to see Avengers 2 and was more confused because I'd only seen a few yeah. of the like, I'm that was very my, bad with superhero so movies so I have not seen Black Panther so the, my only experience Black seeing Pan- Black I, Panther same is thing, seeing like, I went into yeah. Black Panther blind like I'd never heard of the character I'm not really that comic book savvy but I like the act. It's like mm, Chadwick Boseman, and I like Ryan Coogler and Danai Guerrero. I'm like, I'll see it. Angela Bassett, Forrest Whitaker. I'm like, I like the cast. Like, I'll see it. Right. I mean, it was formulaic. I was like, oh look, here's the thing. Here's the villain. Here's the conflict. The conflict is resolved. Set up part two. Oh, I also thought it was formulaic, and and I thought it was kind of a disappointment after having seen Thor the year before. Well, Thor Ragnarok you know, was like. Well, that was, was the end. Thor of, was smart. That was ending a trilogy. This right. is the beginning of a new trilogy. Yeah, right. but see, well, it sort of comes around to the to the what I was kind of formulating in my head, and that is, you know, it's one thing 
the stories that don't get told as much and perspectives that don't get told as much, <clears throat> uh, like, you know, like a coming, uh, gay coming of age story yes. is not something that, you know, we had 15 years ago. Black Panther with the black superhero is not something that we had 15 years ago. Pretty much an all black cast except for oh. Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis. Okay. So, so the, my point being that it's, you know, no one, it's inarguable that it's great that those stories get told and that they get told on a really big stage and everything is, is fantastic. But when, you combine that with something that's actually also a great movie. Yes. Then that to me is like, uh, that's one of those, you know, convergence of things that doesn't always. Oh. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I'm anxious to see what people think about, other than me, who, you know, who ha hadn't seen Black Panther. If that, you know, at the time when it came out, people were talking about what a great movie it was. Not just that it was really important that it get made, but yeah. that it was, that the movie itself was fantastic. I mean, the effect, like, the effect, like the effects were great. They created this world. Costumes were cool. Yes. But I sort of feel like it didn't have the staying power. Like it didn't, people aren't talking about it now for, for awards. No, 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 because now we're focusing on Captain Marvel and Avengers 4. I guess. And, and Aquaman. Oh, wet Jason Momoa. I don't care what the movie's about. I'm going to see it. <laughs> You're not the first person I I've mean, heard that from. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I mean, I don't care what the movie's about. Jason Momoa isn't, and he's wet. I don't care. Do you guys know that the pecs in Game of Thrones were fake, right? We don't care. Okay. I don't. It, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. I, I'm, I'm still holding out that Cal Drogo is going to come back in a dream sequence for like, it's the last season. Come on. Bring everybody back who's dead. Um, they've done it before. They've done it before. I know some people who are still waiting out on Lady Stoneheart. So I don't, uh, it's one of those things where like, I don't even know if I want to watch the series for now. Like, I want to like savor it forever. Savor it, like, That's what Emily did with, uh, what, what show was that? That you didn't want to watch the end? Oh, don't out me for my embarrassing television shows. <laughs> Buffy, I'm not going right? to, I'm not going to remind you. No, it wasn't Buffy. It was worse. You don't say it. Remind me. No, no, no. Oh, don't out on. me. Don't out me. It's, it's. Well, nope, they add, nope. like, um, they just put on. Um, I don't think they have a grinder for bad TV. No, that's it's you know. called t the TV Guy Channel. Um, <laughs> it, it rhymes with trim. trim. It was on NBC, and it starts with a G. Oh, Grim. <laughs> oh, I like that show. I did. They're too. just doing. This, I just read they're spinning off on one of the characters. Oh. They're, do, they're doing, or or it might be just from the producers. Like they're making but, another show. But it's, I understand what you mean. It's like finishing a good book. Like you want to live with yes. the people. Like oh. I want to I have those people in my life, in my mind. I don't want to see the, like know, there were, know um, the end of the they story. Put, they put dinosaurs up on Hulu, and I watched all of it, again, as an adult, and I'm laughing hysterically at like, the jokes that I get, but I refuse to watch the last episode again. I can't. That ripped my heart out when I was eight, and I can't do it again. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I can't do it again. <laughs> okay, so back to movies. What, yes. what else did you see? Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, how was that? I, I thought it was hilarious. Um, Speaking of films that needed desperately yes. to get made. I mean, there were some cultural stuff that I didn't get. I mean... Everyone around you laughed and had to explain it to you? I was like, some, like the whole idea of like, your, your children are supposed to do what your parents say. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm American. I do what I do. I mean, I, consult, I would consult my parents. Like, hey, I'm doing this, but I'm not going to be like, I'm doing this or... There's no ultimatum of like, I'm like, when I moved to California, I texted my mom. I was like, hey, I'm moving to Cali. She's like, okay. <laughs> I kind of wish you wouldn't, but I can't stop you. But you see, you're one step better than, hey, mom, I moved to Cali. <laughs> oh, no, I did that when I moved to New York. I told everybody after the fact. <laughs> I was like, it's New York. I can hop on a train. I can hop on the bus. But like with crazy, I liked it. Like some stuff, I want to go to Singapore. The country looked beautiful. But like it was the cultural stuff. I was like, I don't understand why he needs his like it's not like 
okay, mom, sorry, I'm in love with this woman. Either you accept it or you don't. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, yeah, needing that approval, needing the, needing the parents' approval for your spouse. But I think a lot of it's not it's not just Asians. I think there's a lot of people there's that other, are really um, geared that geared that. I'm just saying, people outside of any specific culture, there's a lot of people I think who spend a lot of their early years or even into middle aged them worrying about pleasing their parents. You know, that's a I think that's a big thing for all kinds of people. I yes. think. I mean, I I you know I try to include my parents or at least my mom and some stuff like hey i'm doing this here's my project like here watch this you know this is what i'm doing i'm not homeless i mean i am i am on the uh hummus and carrot diet but <laughs> you're on the bubble but you're, you're good so, for now. oh god uh, god this city is so expensive um coffee is my breakfast um but i wouldn't be like if my mom was like i don't want you to do that i'm like sorry <laughs> Like pack up and move to London. It's like that one. I would get a, like that one. I would that one would warrant a discussion. I was like, hey, so this this opportunity arose, right? Well, you're moving. I'm going to take it. You're moving far away from your mother. I mean, no mother. She lives that. in Florida. She moved. She packed up and moved to Florida. She's doing good. And Did if you, you can't afford more breakfast here, you certainly can't afford tea in London. Oh. Oh my God! But wait, Hearing, I'm, I'm curious though. Did your mother tell you she moved to Florida before she moved to Florida? She gave us that. <laughs> I think she. It was the same thing her, with her. She was fed up with winter. Yeah, she hated. She's like she's been in Philly, born and raised her whole life. She's like, hit a certain age. She's like, I'm done. Don't want to see snow ever again. Mm-hmm. And she just packed up, moved to Tampa. You, uh, this would be a good time for you to uh, ask about movies that you've seen. Oh, because yes. he's, he's seen it. He sounds like he's seen a lot. I don't know. Well, no, I don't. I don't know if I, I saw anything that I loved early Even in the now. year. I saw Annihilation. I liked it. It was confusing, but it was like. I love the way it was shot. It was beautiful, beautiful cinematography. All pretty much an all-female cast. I like that. A couple jump scares that even got me. But it was like, okay, I like this. I'm confused as hell, <laughs> but I like it. I, yeah, I I also liked it. I mean, I, I I don't think that it stuck with me as a story. Like I'm a sci-fi mm, nerd. Like I wanted yeah, to live it, with the grim characters, you yes. know. But it, but I didn't, you know, want to stay with those characters. I didn't really think about it very much, you know. I mean, I enjoyed it. When uh, I saw it, the, I saw um, Walking Phoenix's "You Were Never Here." That was really good. Like that's like one of those like. Did, mo- that, did that only come out this year, or did that? Yeah, was it was. That, it was very it was, early. It was before I moved. It was well, I was still I in New, I was still in New York. I was still in New York, so it had to have been late winter, early spring. Uh, I saw it at Bam, and it was like one of those movies where my. Afterwards, I saw it with a friend of mine. I was like, if he doesn't get nominated for an Academy Award for this, I quit. Like he was so good, and it was just dark and you feel for this guy of like oh god this poor kid no he just did a great job i thought he was great and it was like an intense movie of like twists and turns of like wait what and they did a whole sequence of him going to a a brothel where all these like underage girls and it's all shot from the point of view of the security camera so every five seconds it would cut to a different camera but the action had kept going so it's like jump it's like it was so good i loved it Oh, that's great. Well, what did you see that you didn't like? Let's let's go there. Uh, the fifteen seventeen to Paris. That horrible Clint Eastwood movie about the three guys who are on a plane and foiled a terrorist attack. I mean, I'd just like to say he he is capable of making a good movie. Yes, I'm not sure about now, uh, but but he made the mistake of casting the actual guys that this happened to, who are not actors. <laughs> Oh, he used painful. the original three guys that this happened to, and they were awful. It's, and it was very, like, 
and then like Tony Hale's in it, Judy Greer, and I want to say Jenna Fisher, but I might be wrong. Oh God, Pam from The Office, Jenna Fisher. Yeah, they're only like one scene. It's a little like, where are they? Like a vignette that yeah. is so they can include some actors. And there was some like, and at the end they just do this rambling monologue of like. Uh, my faith in God. I'm just like, oh God, oh God. <laughs> if it wasn't for my faith, I'm just like, <clears throat> oh my God. It's like, Clint, please, 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 go back, go back, go back to make Grand Torino two or something. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I just was like, me and my friend, like we were, me and my friends were like, we have movie passwords. Like, we paid for it. Let's just go. And we're just sitting there like giggling the entire time of like, oh. and with other movie people, like, this is bad. Yeah. I felt He's, the way about Vox Lux. Did you see Vox Lux? I'm not sure that that's actually come out. I think oh, the in LA. Yeah, does oh, it come I, out? Come out like next. I don't think it's out. E. I think it's it still out, doing the festival because I know it's going to be. I know it's going to be at AFI. Okay. Because I'm volunteering for that, but I've not yeah. seen that yet. Like I don't know anything about. Well, I like I just like Natalie. I like. I won't spoil it for you. I'll talk. You can, okay, we can okay, talk okay, about we'll it later. Um, what about uh, speaking of films that need to be made? Uh, sorry to bother you. Oh my. Black Klansman. You know. I love sorry. Like, Which I think I guess, those two are always going to be. I went sort in. Of I went in again blind. I knew. I had no idea what that third act twist was going to be. Which, by the way, <laughs> we had a really interesting experience. Remember the giant heat wave that happened right when that. Oh movie was God! Out? Yes. So we were at ArcLight. We saw two thirds of the movie, and the the projection died. <gasps> and we're not poo pooing ArcLight. We love ArcLight. No, it's the best. But they were like, but we, <laughs> the the projector couldn't handle the heat. under control. Yeah. Oh no. And, uh, and so about two-thirds into it, <laughs> we're sorry. We're going to give you free passes to come back another time but we, and refund the movie. Did you get did lovely you, did customer you go back? service. But we did not go back, so we have not seen the oh, end. Well, like what so, happened was it left theaters just, I mean, a couple few days after that, so we didn't have a chance to see it in the theater. I can't. Uh, it's even worse because... Uh, a friend of, oh God, without giving too much away, a friend of mine who works in special effects worked on it. So I told him, I was like, hey, I'm going to go see this movie. He's like, all right, let me know what you think. I'm like, oh, why? Did you see it already? He's like, no, I worked on it. And I thought about them. Like, you do special effects. Yeah, why what? would you work on this movie? And then the, his, him and his dad's name came up in the credits. I'm like, ah, oh. it was weird, but I couldn't, like, I, f- I was just remembering the, the uh, did you get to the part with the um, rap battle scene? No. Fuck, I can't talk about it. Because <laughs> there's a scene where... We're like, ruined. The, well, I don't know. Army, should we, Army, Army should Hammer we cover just, our ears? Yeah, you can know? talk about well, it. Well, Army Hammer... Oh, God, I can't remember the character's name, but he assumes because this guy's black, he can rap. And he can't. So he just goes into... He tries to do this thing. He tries to rhyme, and it doesn't work. Then he just starts repeatedly using the N-word. And it's all white people in the scene, and they start repeating it after him. And I was like sitting there like... Oh my god. Oh my god. This is like one of those scenes where if I was an extra on it, I would be like, I'm not saying that. I don't care how much <laughs> money I, you're paying me. But I'm, I'm not I'm saying that. I'm telling you though, I bet you this is has its roots in real life for him, for the director, cuz that just sounds like the kind of thing that happens all the time. Uh, concerts. Every concert. Nope. Every concert it's a, you know, of a nope. certain uh, kind of hip hop Explodus, Yes, nope. Never, ever, never, 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 never. Yes, I love Sorry to Bother You, the random, the little cameos by Patton Oswalt and David Cross. And Fun stuff. Again, just Tessa Thompson. Like, she's got, like, I can't go to a movie that anymore without seeing Tessa Thompson in it. Like, she's, she's hitting it. Like, she, she's, she really she is. She's like, I, she she's great exhausted. in that. She's great in that, too. 
Uh, what about Black Klansmen? Because I, I, I say I did miss. I miss Black Klansmen. Oh, okay, because you know, I, the reason I said they're tied is because so Boots Riley famously said in the press that you know he didn't get Black Klansmen because the you know, police were the hero, and he's like, I, 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 you know, I've been around for fifty some years. He just couldn't imagine that there was a story about basically race in America where the police were the hero, which I get. Yeah. Um, so you know, and so I, I knew that about. I knew that he had said that about the film before I saw it. I don't know, Ems. What do you think? I thought. Uh, I mean, I think that Black Klansman needed to be made. I don't know. I don't feel like. Uh, uh, I, I think it needed to be made. I think it's uh, you know educational for a lot of people. You know, it probably felt for you like it was a little preachy, but you know, you I don't, think I don't, about as a rule. I like stuff that's audience. subversive that that gets you to see a political point of view or a you know a intellectual point of view without. Directly saying, like beating you over you the head. You should feel this way, or you. This is look at this. This is messed up. No, well, I think that was the that was like a brilliance of you know, do the right thing. Mm, love that movie. Yeah, exactly. Right? It so, so this was not the same movie as Do the Right Thing. No, and it, and it's not the same time period either. I think that that's well, Black Klansman is supposed to be what the seventies. Yeah, but I mean, this audience now oh, is so, not the uh, yeah. is not the same as you know as. New York. I was in New York. In New York, like, you know, oh, in the because like, uh, my friend, I, I didn't, I didn't know this until later. Like my friends live in Bed Stuy, and I was like riding my bike around. I was like looking around, like this looks familiar. And actually, I passed Do the Right Way Way, like Do the Right Way Street, like they filmed like blocks away from her house. And then I watched the movie. It's like, wow, New York was very different. Not what's like when you watch like French Connection and. Like, all that stuff, like Midnight Cowboy, or even, like, I just watched Witness for the first time, and seeing Philly in the 80s, like, Philly was a shithole. Rocky. Yeah, like, rock, like even going back as far as, the rock, like, or even I'm trading places. Mm-hmm. Because me and my, it was on Amazon, me and my friends watched it, and we were recognizing, the, like, the, like, everything on the outside. We're like, yeah, that's a high-class hotel now. Like, that's, like, all gentry. Like, it's like, wow, and this movie was only 30 years ago. That's not a long time. Nope. To completely gentrify a city. Stuff changes fast, for sure. Um, I'm ex- it's exciting to hear about all the movies that you saw, because... And I they're just, still Because Because we were thinking, I mean, I don't know, we had this conversation when we were at the Venice Film Festival that felt like in the early part of the year, there was like so little that A, that we saw, and B, that was like even out and really super exciting. And I know it's just like you just didn't... Because well, didn't, uh, didn't, award season's now. We have to, we have to wait. I know, but like it didn't hit our, it's like whatever happened earlier in the year, not much of it hit our radar, and we're paying attention actively. No, no I feel like I saw a lot of movies I didn't like, like Chappaquiddick. There was one that I didn't like. I, and that's maybe the story. Yeah. You know, uh, rather than the filmmaking. Well, they made a movie that came out during the Me Too era that totally ignores the female, the agency of the woman who's at the center of the film. And instead, made in a movie about how difficult it was for the person that victimized her. What? <laughs> I'm saying it's like you don't want to talk about tone deaf. That's fairly tone deaf. Um, so I was I was like actually offended by the by the film. And then I saw the unfortunately I saw the filmmakers do a Q and A afterward at Film Independent, and they were oblivious to. <laughs> anything about the, the women in the film. I mean, they were just like, yeah, you know, we, we, and we wanted to, you know, have some dark humor in it and this and that. It was just like, okay, you, I think you kind of missed the you, you're story missing the point here. here. <laughs> exactly. And it was a real opportunity because um, Kate Mara 
Yeah, okay. uh, and uh, who I love. She's, a, she's wonderful. And she's so good in the film at, I'm, as somebody who was old enough, the surrounding uh, you know, brouhaha over it was something that was part of my childhood and that my parents talked about and people talked about on television and so on. She, had, she was so much more real to me after seeing the film. And I, I was really, like, you really feel for her. I really felt for her. And then to have it just sort of like, that's not what the film was about, was weird. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that would be one. Um, we're, we were ignoring, we walked around the elephant in the room. Uh, <laughs> a Star is Born. Uh, and I First Man. I haven't seen that yet. These are the two. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Lady Gaga in terms of an I stopped watching American Horror Story because of her. Um, I love Bradley Cooper. He's a homeboy from Philly, but I'll give it a shot eventually. I'm not, I mean, like, everybody's, like, creaming themselves over. I'm like, you guys realize this is the fourth remake of this movie. Uh, well, fifth. Fifth? Is it fifth well, or fourth? There was a version of the film before it was, it was a musical. A it was a straight movie. Right, that's one. With Judy Holiday? No, it was a long, way before that. Myrna Loy, I think, was the first musical one. Then Judy Garland, then Barbara Streisand, and now Lady Gaga. Yeah. And I think like, this is number five. That it's was four, four you just mentioned. I know, but uh, no, the original one was a straight. Uh, it was a straight movie. It wasn't musical. Didn't have music. Yeah. The uh, Judy, Barbara, Gaga one are all musicals. Right. But I was like, okay, cool. And oh, oh my god, everybody's like saying she's gonna win it. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> if anything, I would. My money's on Melissa McCarthy for um, "Can You Ever Forgive Me." Can is it possible to give an acting award and for a comedic performance? It's not happening. When was the last time? It, Annie Hall. Was the last time a woman won an Academy Award for lead actress in a comedy? Anybody for Fargo? Any, well, Fargo. Oh, oh Francis yeah. Fra there Fargo. Uh, if you yeah. call that a, a comedy, if you call that a comedy, right? For a uh, comedy. Yeah. Or like hell, her speech last year for Three Billboards. I still love watching. Oh God. And then I, 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 my guilty pleasures so far this year have been Ocean's Eight, which I thought was very well done. Guilty pleasure is I a good thing to it. talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's good. not like the best movie ever made. Did you like the? Well, did you like the preceding Ocean's film? I only watched one. I have not watched 12 or 13. Just because I'm like, the movie is good standalone. 12, 12 was good. Uh, I didn't see, well, I think I saw 13 and don't remember anything about it, which is not a good sign. But 11 and 12, I rather liked. I haven't seen. Um, it was good because it wasn't a sequel. It was, it was a sequel. It wasn't a remake. It's Danny's sister. And they tiptoe around the fact that he's not there. And uh, like. Elliot Gould makes a cameo, and a couple other people like did some. It was good, it wasn't the best. Yeah. I mean, the performance like Cape, I mean, Cape Blanchett is radiant reading a phone book. So, and then yeah, I like that. And the I I, I sat through the Meg. <laughs> I sat. I had movie pass. I paid for it. Fuck it. It was. <laughs> I was like, what? This is based on a book. Somebody wrote a book about a megalodon. It's like, and the effects were so bad. Like, there's like, it was better in Deep Blue Sea. Well, I have two questions left in mind, but the first one is yes. awards consideration. So, what other than Melissa McCarthy that you mentioned, uh, anything that so far? Because it's early yet. There's a lot to see. Yeah, we still got three, two two and a half, we still have two and a half months left right. of movies. But I'm saying, where you're where you're sitting now? Do you have any kind of a sense for like the best movie you saw this year? Wow. No, nothing. See, this, that's the kind of year it is. We were having the same conversation until just recently. I saw two recently. There's, yeah, there's no, like, like, there was no Shape of Water or Three Billboards or Lady, not even a Ladybird. Nothing that, like, I honestly can't think of anything that's, like, stuck with me months later. 
What are you looking forward to? That was going to be the follow up to my question that you haven't seen yet that you have a feeling is. Going I to do be need to. I, honestly, I I I'm looking forward to Halloween. I cannot wait. I know it's I I, I was working the festival all weekend, so I didn't have time, but I will see it. And um, I want to see Bad Times at the El Royale because I like big ensemble movies, and I like half the cast. I like the cast. Suspiria. Dakota Johnson. I'm just trying to think of anything. I, that's, I'm yeah. kind of curious about Suspiria. Oh, Suspiria. I said it wrong. Yeah. I'm. I'm it's like even by the trailers, I'm kind of like I'm afraid to see this already. Like I'll give it a shot, but just Tilda Swinton. You have me at Tilda Swinton. <laughs> you had me at Tilda Swinton. Like you had me at Tilda Swinton. Like she's just. <laughs> weird and creepy she plays an old man and allegedly she even had a prosthetic phallus i, know, I think to help her i think they've even character. admitted that that was the case so that's pretty crazy though um so um, what uh what are you gonna say i i like this little gem that was surprising called the song of sway lake mm. and I, I mean we were lucky enough that we just kind of you know, happened onto it. Will actually worked on yeah. it. Oh, cool. Only because I knew you know, about it. But Roy, knew, uh, knew about it, and and it was a very small release. Um, and when I, I'm hoping that it's I, two or three weeks ago. Two or three weeks oh, ago. Oh, okay. So it's, it's on iTunes now. Yeah, it yep. just came out. And uh, and I was just like, I, I loved I loved the story. It was it was charming, and the music, and the characters, and everybody was mean to each other, yet they were like <laughs> tender. It was like rich. The the story was rich. The performances were great. It was it was kind of um, lovely, Not, little, a little gem. And uh, I mean, at the time seeing it, it wasn't necessarily my favorite film. But I, I, you know, I see like the future of a cult film. It was it was it's going to be the next cult film, and people are going to quote it for years. <laughs> is an evening with Beverly Loughlin. Absolutely. It's very weird. It's from the director of The Greasy Strangler. Did you see this? No. Um, Jim Hosking. Um, it, it's, uh, so it's Aubrey uh, Plaza and Craig Robinson. Uh, and it's very sort of John Waters, campy kind of Is that the one where Aubrey has like the big brown hair? She has good hair in it. I saw, I, saw an ad for, I saw an ad on Instagram with something with Aubrey. Yeah. I forget what the it, movie The movie was. is ridiculous, but it is incredibly quotable. And, and you know, you talked about... An actor, you know, winning for comedy. I don't think he's going to get any awards consideration, but it's an absolute crime that Jermaine Clement is not in the conversation for this film. He comes in like partway through the film and just takes it over. He's so under. Like people don't give him the respect he deserves. Yeah, it's amazing. But also, uh, I still haven't seen um, uh, Maplethorpe, which comes out later. And this the Queen thing. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody is another one. I cannot wait for that. I can't yeah. wait for that either. I mean. The fact that this movie took how long, 20, 30 years to get made, <laughs> originally started with Sasha Vera Cohen, then it went to Daniel Radcliffe, and they landed on Rami Malek. I'll, see, I'll tell you this. I, I, I like Rami Malek. I like his other things that he's done and so on and so forth. Uh, and let's, see what he, let's see what he does. Right, but here's what I would say. Sasha Vera Cohen... Looks exactly like Craig Mercury. Yeah, really, not a bad choice. I mean, it's a, such a shame that it didn't work out because I could totally buy him. I think he would have forgotten... Fifteen minutes in the movie, you had forgotten that you were watching. That, a movie. that you were not watching Freddie Mercury. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm curious about it. I'll see it. I mean, I've I've had a crush on Rami Malek for years, but I'll see it. And then <laughs> I need to see Maplethorpe and Bohemian Rhapsody and 1985. Oh, I don't know about this. What's that? It's a low. It's a. Oh God. Okay. 
So it's about a kid. It's all shot in black and white film stock, and it's a kid who goes home. I think it's about a kid who goes home to his conservative family and has to tell them he's positive. Ugh. And it's about just being gay in 1985 and how things have changed. I heard it's getting great reviews, getting wonderful marks, and I think it's getting a wide release in November. I'm not positive, but I think yeah, by the end of the like year. That. And we'll be right back with our guest filmmaker, Dave Serafian, and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, some movies we're interested in seeing, a couple of short films, a foreign film, celebrity encounters, and all kinds of other fun stuff. And we'll find a little bit about where you can see Dave's films online. But first, a very important message. Hey, it's AC's producer, Miranda Guzman. Hey, Will. Hey, Miranda. Do you know any artists? Artists? Like Pablo Picasso? Wait, you know Pablo Picasso? Hard to believe. But no. Well, I meant any kind of artist, not just a painter, but say a poet or a musician or a dancer. Or a writer, actor, photographer, or costume designer? Yes, all of those. You know what they all have in common? They can all be voting members of the ACs? Not only can they be, they should be. What do they have to do to make that happen? I'm glad you asked. If you're an artist and you're listening right now, all you have to do is go to theacs.org and look for the white Join Us button in the lower right-hand corner and click on it. Or you can drop us an email, join at theacs.org. Perfect. And you know the best part? It's free? Exactly. What kind of artist doesn't like getting something for free? Maybe Pablo Picasso. But he's... Ineligible? Yeah. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. What's the Robert Redford movie with him and Sissy? The old man with the gun. Yeah, it's a. It, I, I know the. Film he plays a bank a, robber. Yeah. It looks like it was shot on sixteen. It looks Casey Affleck. Oh god, the old man with the gun. The <laughs> okay, old, eventually, old the man. old man and the gun. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Actually, um, also the movie that Clint Eastwood is in as an actor. He still acts. Yeah, that one is supposed to be... Which one's that? Called, I didn't uh, even know he acted it. I thought he retired. Yeah, I think he did, except for he did this film, and it's supposed to be his... Same as Redford. They're both well, supposed to be... I don't know. Redford said this was going to be the last, and then a couple months later, he backtracks. Like, oh, I don't think I'm done so yet. So I'm saying, you know, right away, that gets you Oscars buzz. I mean, Redford... Nothing I mean, the Academy loves more than, like, a, you know, like a, a lifetime achievement. Yeah. I mean, Redford, uh, Redford has an Oscar, but not for acting. Yeah. The Mule, by the way, is the Clint oh. Eastwood film. Also, no, but he directed uh, that, too. Did he? Or what's the new one with, oh my God, <laughs> Christian Bale as Dick Cheney? Oh, yeah. Mm. Him going Christian through his, tran- Bale. Him doing his transformation again. Yeah. Where he physically gains the weight, doesn't do prosthetics. I'll tell you what. That's, I mean, is, Machinist is still a very no, hard movie to watch. Damn impressive with the transformation that he did for the film. Um, Vice is the name of the Vice. Film. Yeah. Not, uh, I, almost said, I almost said Veep. I was like, no, wait, that's no, close. the show on HBO <laughs> close, yeah. that I cannot wait for their final season. Well... I was just going to say one movie that I saw that I think, uh, yeah, actually, it's funny. I saw it twice. It's a bit personal for me because it's set in Iceland uh, and has a Ukraine element to it. And I'm, you know, I'm working on my own film shooting in Iceland with the Ukraine element. So right away, I'm just like the movie is tailor-made for me because these are, you know, I know like the, the obscure character actors in it and everything <laughs> else. But it actually, um, it's, it's generated quite a bit of buzz for the foreign language Oscar for the, uh, the, the American Academy Awards. I have a feeling that it'll be uh, maybe one of the shortlisted uh, for that called Woman at War. It's about an eco-terrorist. She's, you know, a 50-something eco-terrorist um, who is 
fighting her, you know, she's sabotaging stuff to fight against the aluminum smelting and other industry in Iceland that's destroying nature there and so on and so forth, which is a, a thing that people uh, are concerned about in Iceland. And so from that standpoint, it is actually really on point for being an environmentalist kind of movie. Uh, and what happens is partway through, she has the opportunity for something that she thought was long gone, and that is a chance to adopt a child because she's always going to be a mother and adopt a child and they change the rules at some point that make her, even though she's older, eligible. So she has the choice to make between becoming a mother and saving the life of this child or being an eco-terrorist because basically she can't do both. Can't do both? Well, it, was like it, it, puts, it, it puts a lot of things at risk. Let's put it that way. So uh, it's a, the thing about the movie, though, is much like Song of Sway Lake, those are my two favorite directorial movies from the standpoint of how you can see that the directors are gifted at what they do um, in terms of knowing, you know, the, the nuances of the film, every little aspect of it from, you know, the, the casting, the acting performances, the, the way music is integrated in the film, um, the, you know, just the little stuff that you can tell has the, it has the mark of, a, of an artist. Um, those two are really great examples of that. And the third one is uh, Jahar Panahi, the Iranian filmmaker. He's the guy that did uh, This Is Not A Film, if you oh. know that deal. But um, he's, he's a really, did Taxi Tehran, and Torn Curtain and so on and so forth. This one is called Three Faces. And in a very Iranian fashion, it's sort of like you don't know what's... It's almost like a slice of life for an hour and a half. You don't really know who's a character and who just, like, dropped in and what is scripted or unscripted. And I guess I assume sort of that it's all scripted, but it has the feeling of just, like, you're, you're traveling along life with, you know, Panahi for an hour and a half, and this, all this stuff happens, you know? Hmm. Um, it's about a... a, a a girl who posts sort of on Instagram or whatever, some version of that, that she's uh, committing suicide and they, they go to investigate, you know, and try to figure out if she's, you know, they can find her or if it's true or not. And things ensue from there. Um, so those three, Woman at War, Three Faces, Song of Sway Lake. These are three films that I feel like for the ACs, if Academy Awards, I'm not sure how much attention any of them are going to get for Best Director, but, but for, what, uh, for a film awards program like ours that are willing to accept a lot of smaller stuff and foreign films. I think it's a really good ones to focus on. And I love, I mean, you know, an evening with Beverly Loughlin, I saw it in January and I've been thinking about it since I walked out of the theater mm. and that's, I saw it again, you know, you. when it actually officially got released a couple of weeks ago, we went to the premiere and yeah, it's just like, a, uh, I feel like the last movie I mean, in the in the era of uh, Caddyshack and and Stripes, where you quote the film to your friends that saw it, and stuff happens all this every day where you're like, oh, that reminds me of you know, and you you shoot out the line. And I just feel like it's one of those films that's when you're watching it, it's too weird to be the whole time like, oh my god, this is amazing. But I haven't stopped thinking about it, and it's a really really clever. Oh, well, it's not like Caddyshack. It's more like a Pink Flamingos. Yeah. It's closer to that, but it's, you know, it's still weird. Waiting. I'm still waiting for him to make. John Waters, if you're listening, make another movie. <laughs> what Please. did we see? Oh, we watched an episode of The Blacklist, and John Waters is in The Blacklist as a cameo. And I wonder if it was like a special request from James Spader, you know, or maybe that's, <laughs> might, maybe that's maybe. just me, you know, projecting into what, you know, I think James Spader should like. I imagine James Spader would be a John Waters fan. I, I can, I can, I, 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 full, I wholeheartedly believe that. All right, I'm with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, of fandom, I'm excited about The Favorite, which is 
to be released in November. You want to try to say his name? Yorgos Lanthanamos. <laughs> I don't think I came close. I don't think I came Lanthimos. close at all. Lanthimos. Yeah. Uh, who who a, did the lobster and oh, uh, yeah. oh okay. And but we've and, um, and he's and he's one of my favorite directors. I lo- I loved that film and I, I love the killing of a sacred deer. So oh, I'm really excited. Deer. I almost said wiener. Do- I almost said wiener dog, movie. but I was like, I knew that wasn't right. But we. What's funny is that we. You know, so twice he, twice he and his, you know, cohorts producer have been nominated for the ACs award. So on the award show, you've seen you've you know, yep. you know so we have had to say their Greek uh, names over like, slowly, <sighs> phonetically. So it, just it, write it, it out phonetically. We literally like it. Bring, it's okay. Whoever, say it again. Yorgos Lanthimos. <laughs> Yorgos Lanthimos. I'm gonna learn this. Damn it. I'm going to say it right, since I love his movies. Yorgos Lanthimos. <laughs> and yet, when you meet him, you'll be like... Yorgos yeah, Lanthimos. I, I, it'll be like you meeting Big Bird. Yep. I forgot my name. I don't know how to say your name. Or oh. even better, you could actually say it to him, and he'll be impressed, like, you said it right on the first try. Well, whoever, you know... The, the I wouldn't be is, able to continue the conversation yeah, after yeah, that. And, then, yeah. and you'd be like, and thank you. Good night. Uh, thank yeah. you. That's all I needed. But we're, <laughs> we're funny, though. Whenever we encounter somebody who was an AC's nominee... We're always like, did you know you were an AC's nominee? You know, like I saw Taka Waititi, um, who did uh, Thor Ragnarok and uh, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People and What We Do in the Shadows, which is mm. maybe the, one of the you know, best comedies of the last 10 years. Uh, so anyway, when I saw him, I was like, did you know you were an AC's nominee? <laughs> I almost ran after Aubrey Plaza the other night. I was like, oh, Aubrey! I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to. Aubrey, uh, you no. were nominated. I, uh, I, no, there's certain people I'd just be like, I was like, no, I'd make, make eye contact, but like, and that was it. Well, actually, you wouldn't make eye contact with him. You'd be like, try I'll to make pa- eye contact. I wouldn't. I'll be positive. I just, <laughs> just, no, she's just so pretty. And she's, I think she, I'm, I'm assuming she's my height, too. I'm assuming she's short. <laughs> I love that. Like, I love, I, I, I also. Fantasy version. My of, fantasy version is ever, like, well, also now that I'm, you know, I'm at that age where I was like, you get to meet these people, and you realize, like, oh, they're short, too. Oh God! Like Prince, Prince, Tom Cruise, like very mo- small people. Most it's like I, I have not. Like maybe he... Peter Dinklage also short. Actually, Danny oh, DeVito God. is the shortest non-little person that I've ever met. Yep, he is legit short. I think he's only five feet tall. I think he's less than that. I, think I saw say- him one, like when I was in the years ago when they actually shot Always Sunny in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, I saw them. They were ringing the bell at the stock market. And I saw him. I was like. That's what five feet looks like. And by the way, an amazing, wonderful person, great to work with, was incredibly kind to me. So I have nothing bad to I say about him. I, 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 I can only imagine, like, so, like certain people, like small. when they've been in the industry as long as they have, it's like, you're either humble, it's like you wake up, you're like going to work, doing the job, and I kind of want to see him in Dumbo. I kind of want to see Dumbo. I know it, like I'm really against like all of Disney's like, masturbatory, <laughs> let's just make live action movies of all of our, our cartoons now. But Dumbo, I was like, it's Burton. Did you see A Wrinkle in Time? I didn't read the book when I was a kid. I think I was like after. You missed the same year, yeah. And I think I think it was just after me, and I was like, I didn't read this, so I'm not really that interested. But also, I just saw the uh, for what is it, the house with the clock on its walls. Again, a book probably I didn't miss, but I but seeing the trailer, I'm like, I'd watch this. Was that horror? The House of the Clock on his wall? Or no, it's it like Jack Black. And it's, it's a kid's book. It's Jack oh. Black and Kate, Kate Blanchett. And he totally wizards. wasn't paying attention at all. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Aces award winner. Kate? Yeah. Kate oh, Blanchett. I love her. She won at least one. She might have won two. She won for Carol, but I uh, can't remember what else. Anyway, 
Mitchell probably win again for Best Supporting Actress for Ocean's 8, because she should. Uh, well, okay, before you go, <laughs> uh, so you, had, you did have a short, your, your current short is yes. about to come out for next year, but you have an, an AC's eligible short film. I do? Stripper. A stripper. Yeah. So yes. tell, tell us about well, say, with, I, no, with no E. I said it like that because, because yeah, it's no, no E. So first of all, joke, why, why like no the, E? It's two minutes, it's two minute little short. The joke is that there's an app for everything nowadays. Eventually there's going to be an app for strippers. So this kid as a college project develops an app that you don't have to throw money at them. They have a well, you surgical... Don't throw, you don't throw the money. Tip them. You they tip, tip them. They there tip... Well, this is certain. Depends on how many drinks you've had and who you are. But um, so they, he's developed an app that you can just... Essentially, it's Venmo for stripper. I didn't... I wrote this before Venmo existed, but then by <laughs> the time I got to finish, I was like, well, fuck. I, I, it's two minutes. We shot it in six hours. I got my friends to do it. We just did it for fun. And it's like two minutes. It's, it's on YouTube if you want to watch it. It's, it's just silly. <laughs> it's that it stripper with no E. Stripper with no E. Which is nice for the. You know we're going to post sense. that oh, on the, uh, yeah, the okay, ACs voting members group. Sure, You're, I, I give you verbal permission to do so. <laughs> oh God, I named the the character's name. The, the guy who invents it is Andre Yelchin, because uh, at the literally the moment I watched it was when Anton Yelchin was when they announced his death. He got killed, yeah. And I I was watching the news as that happened, and then I was watching The King and I, and the lead act, the reporter's name is. Deborah, Deborah Brenner. So I just combine. That's what I do. Like every time I write, if you see characters' names, I'm like, I would just like earlier before I would just go through my yearbook and be like, eh, this guy and oh, cool, I combine their names. <laughs> well, it's the same as you know your your porn name, right? The the you know the name of your first pet and the street you grew up on. You know, Max kind of Maine is mine, which I, I think is oh, Max I didn't Maine. have a pet when I was a kid. You know, it so could have been just, an imaginary be, pet. Be, I would just be Lyndon. See, you only need one yeah. name. Yeah, I would Lyndon. Just be, I would just be. I would just be. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I already give away for I, um, eight years in a row in Philadelphia. I participated in the naked bike ride, so the entire city has seen my butt. So I would just be giving it away for free anyway. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, there's that. My isn't mom that, loves that. Isn't that painful? Um, giving it away for free I have or? to ask no no you're not giving it away for free that's not painful it depends on if what kind a of gift, a but I mean the naked bike ride no um, um, but, but yeah. you don't even like you're, you're sweating like I would think the danger would be to like slide off the saddle um, certain people do pre-game <laughs> pre-game I did see one guy get a little bit too overzealous toppled and you could actually hear the sound of bare skin scraping Ooh, oh, on a street ow. and we're all just like ah. <laughs> fair enough so speaking of uh shorts yes ah. well done thank you yes that's like you, something i would say <laughs> yes uh have you seen any other short besides your own besides any, my own any shorts this year because i i feel like they get short changed oh my god oh, i'm wow. going oh, down wow, wow, the wow. hill you had the great seg you had the great segue and then Bad. you had a dad why joke. did i say that oh god i went to the holly shorts film festival and i saw one called skin by guy and if you're listening to this i promise for butchering your name natav and they just made the feature version. I th- yeah. Uh, um, and the short version I saw was about just uh, 
it, it, it's so misleading. You just see this family like, oh, we're going to teach the kid how to shoot a gun today. Like, ah, blah, 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 blah. Hey, let's go. We got to go get groceries. And then there's, un- unfortunately, there's a black man there and dad's a racist. And then attacks said black man. And then black man's friends get revenge. And you'll have to see what happens. And it's very intense. Like, it's one of those, like, even like sitting there, like I know it's a movie. I know it's a movie. I know it's not real, but I'm just sitting there, like squ- I was squirming, like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Oh, and I felt like, and there's kids in the car. I was like, oh god, how do you direct? Like, yeah, that's gotta be hard. It's like I would never like n- even begin to understand how to direct kids. Of like, okay, you're gonna sit in the car and you're gonna watch your dad be beaten nearly within an inch of his life, and you can't do anything about that. So m- mentally picture your own father. It's like, how do you direct a Six, to seven, eight-year-old to, to even do that. feel that. Like you don't want you. To, I don't want that kid to feel that. Yeah, exactly. I was. I just read. I just finished reading Interview with a Vampire. Never read it before. I was like, hey, I found it. I like, and I think in the book Claudia is supposed to be five, but in the movie they made her twelve. It's like, yeah, I don't think they would have been able to find a five-year-old to like. You're immortal. You drink <laughs> blood. Like, like it's like even when you read Game of Thrones, like Daenerys is supposed to be what twelve. Like, she's supposed to be a child in the books. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that, no, we're yeah, not, do- we're we're not doing that. Yeah, we're not doing that. Sex with Khal Drogo. No, I, I don't. Or even worse, when we first, like, when, like, if you remember in the pile, when we first meet Daenerys, she's being fondled by her brother. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Martin, what the? Like, you can tell it's like one of those things, like, oh, I never expected anybody to pick this up and develop it. And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're going to change some things. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't either, really. You know, it's just like, I'm sure he wasn't thinking that when he was writing about her being fondled. He was not thinking, I can't wait till we make this into a film. Well, like, a I, television oh, show. And like, I can't wait for it too. I don't know when it's coming out. So you're a horror fan? Certain horror. Like, I think, I've, I think it's also just because I've been in the industry for so long where I don't get scared that easily anymore because I'm like, Prosthetics, CGI, like I know, I can recognize, like oh, oh, that's how they, like oh, okay, so like blood packs, and like I don't get, I don't really don't get scared, but it was like creepy enough that I was just like, eh. like watching through my eyes a couple scenes where I was like, oh god, something's gonna jump out at me, oh god, or literally jump out at you from the screen, ah! That in 3D. movie, I, I would like to have seen that in 3D. That yeah. would, might have been interesting. There you go. Uh, I've still to this day never seen the original. I'm still too scared. I can't. I've, it's, it's creepy. It's creepy. I mean, yeah. like, even, like, I was talking to somebody about, like, oh, yeah, this was, like, what was the original movie? Like, it was a miniseries on ABC. And they're like, wait, what? It's like, yeah. yeah, this was on Netflix. Like, when you, realize, when you remember Twin Peaks was on ABC. Yep. That wouldn't work. If you pitched Twin Peaks today, <laughs> they'd be like, so who's the killer? Like, we don't know. It's like, no, you need to tell um, us who's the killer. Yeah, yeah, I think you need to go down the hall to AMC. You know? I don't know. I think if they pitched... Three's company now that would it wouldn't work because yeah, well, the concept today would be like yeah there are laws about that you can't and like even watching three's company now i'm just like oh oh god oh mr oh it's just like wow you could get away with a lot of like and it's just like yes he's gay who cares <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there's a I, lot of stuff I, don't th- I think it's very dangerous to 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 go back, like the, even like into uh, the near like, past and try to understand I would do, but how I, I would if allowed. I could find the if I could find the box stuff like on the family that I would like to watch as an adult and be like oh it's he, offensive it's offensive but at the same time it was offensive then and also the, but it was offensive then but also at the same time 
nobody was talking about that stuff. Well, Norman yeah. Lear, that's the beauty of Norman Lear is yeah. that he was, like I talked about subversive things before where, you know, he put this bigot on there and the people that were, that there were a lot of people that watched that show that thought, you know, Archie Bunker's my hero. Yes. That's me. And so they identified with him and then they subversively were, you know, the show like he, changed like the, their point of view. They were always smart. Like no matter what, he always got his comeuppance. Like he always was like, and gradually as the show progressed, he finally it was like, oh, I'm going to soften up a little bit. It's like right now with the whole Roseanne thing. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah, it's not enough for us to not have you on the show anymore. We're going to kill you. We're going to kill you. <laughs> so you that, can like, never that, come back. That was the whole big thing of like, what are they going to do? Like, re, like, what are they going to do? Recast her? Like, who would, like... Yeah, that's not... What are, they, are they going to bring Rosie? Like, somebody, like, like who are they, what are they going to do? Like, and I'm so far behind. I'm so behind on everything. Well, that's the theme, I think, in general, of the show tonight is, is we're all behind. We're really behind. It's, it's already the middle of October, the beginning of October? It's already oh, the do, end of October. It's, it's Halloween's in 10 days. <laughs> it's already the end of October, and we're scratched the surface of Because now, now it's going to be the awards bait season of, like, everything. Every week it's going to be the big blockbuster. The this big, is the best movie of the year. Already being for your consideration, which I saw a lot for the Emmys this year. I was like, how much money does that cost? For like the billboards and the bus ads and... Oh, this is L.A. Welcome to L.A. I never saw the, it in New York. I don't, I don't think I ever saw it in New York. I never saw that in New York. Billboard ads television shows. It's insane. Never saw it in New York. For, only for Broadway. I never saw... And maybe a couple of movies, but never for like for your consideration, best, best picture, best, you know, best actress, best writing. Never saw it in New York. Yes, but have you seen my favorite ads for the syphilis tsunami? I have seen the <laughs> billboard ads for gonorrhea. Yes. A new Above campaign. A I, when I first get here, I'm riding around. I'm pa I pass a 7-Eleven. I just see a giant billboard <laughs> with the actual individual molecules. I'm like, gonorrhea. I'm like, you know, some version of the it same is. campaign for uh, syph uh, syphilis tsunami. Yes, the syphilis that's tsunami uh, was. was well, maybe that was that was before you arrived maybe. here, but but it's it's for uh, free <laughs> HIV testing. You know, cool. That's the, the Which we all should do. STD testing. I, but I've uh, I've been um, my friends have warned me. <laughs> well, yes, it's it's been wonderful. We probably should wrap it because people are listening to the podcast. Going, how long Rambling is this going on? Well, Sorry, how ADD. long can they do this? I don't understand. Um, and they were just talking about shorts, so I thought they'd make it short. Yeah, exactly, you would think. Um, so listen, we're going to send people to see Stripper yes. with no E yes. uh, on YouTube. Yes. And hopefully your, your views will go from like... 150 to more. To like 150,000 overnight <laughs> yeah, from the show. That'd be great. Like all my other... Uh, my first short that I made in college is on YouTube too. And somehow, I don't get it, has reached 700,000 views and people what? I I still get um email what? I still get comments people still watch it Are you this getting is, any money from the ads Um from the what? Ads. I don't monetize, I don't monetize myself. I don't It's tending it's tending I'm moving on. I didn't cut into this business to make money. I want to make stuff. Well, I would, you're in the I'm right okay. business to not make money. I, mean, I I would be I would be totally cool just being comfortable. I don't need the Bel Air 2 mil, like I don't but this is clearly this is a business you could work your whole life and not make any money. I'm so okay. I, I just say I'm okay with that as long as ten years later people are still watching something I made for eleven hundred dollars. We shot over six days when we were I was in, making a movie in college, having a full time job, and starting a relationship. 
Did, you, did, did your mom tell you it was okay? My mom was very upset with me because I cashed in the savings bonds that I was given to as an infant to make this movie. She was very upset with that. Whoops. She was very pissed. She's like, you have to let this mature. I'm like, do you have $1,100? She's like, no, then I'm cashing these in. Exactly. Well, anyway, and yes. look for Queer Boy Begins. Yes, next year. Uh, comes Hopefully. out next year. Yep. And... Dave Saravian, you're Yay! with us. Yay! You, you, you Thanks for your... being a loyal uh, AC's uh, contributor. I cannot wait for the next round of awards. But, but I want to hear from you as soon as you've seen something, you're like, okay, this is the best movie I saw this year. I want to yeah, follow I, Yeah, I think it's all, like, you have to wait till pretty much January to be like, okay, now let's least. go back. Because <laughs> there's still a couple more movies that are still to come out where I'm like, I don't yeah, well, we didn't talk about the Orson Welles movie. That's the sleeper, <gasps> oh, the sleeper that I have for. Did you get to see it? No, oh. I, I could have, but I know it's going to be on uh, Netflix soon. Oh, so oh yeah, I, I oh, the, wasn't that the, the, the November? It's going to have a, it's going to have a movie release as well. Cool, but I think it's a day and date, so the first week it'll be in theaters or something like that. Um, but it's, uh, I just have a feeling that the level of Orson Welles craft the compared first, to what first, people are doing the now, first forty-year posthumous, yeah. Oscar nomination, yeah. like tech, technically it counts. I have a friend that worked on the film, that, you know, uh, when it was originally made. And at a future AC's podcast, we're going to have him on and we're going to talk about it. Um, so that's something to look forward to. We'll talk Orson Welles on the AC's podcast. But uh, Dave, yes. thank you very much for being with You're us. Welcome. Emily, always great to have you. And happy birthday again. That's an happy birthday. Happy 34th birthday. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. And Will, thanks for hosting. Oh, yes. Uh, Consummate well, host. I just over here talking. Were you guys were you guys saying something? I'm sorry. Anyway, that's it. That'll do it for the, the AC's Artist Choice Awards podcast. Episode one of season four. Thank you for listening. And in the meantime, go see some movies. I'll make the popcorn. Excellent. Who doesn't like popcorn? Everybody <laughs> likes popcorn. That's right. Communists. <laughs> Only. The associate producer of the AC's podcast is Miranda Guzman. And the AC's theme music and music for today's episode was composed by Rudolph bernaz Colas. Visit us at theacs.org, and if you enjoyed the show, please take time to write a review or rate the show on iTunes. It helps the show reach people like you. Thanks for listening, and see you next time on The Aces Podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.